0: Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, December 15th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Andrew Cuomo ordered to return millions of dollars in a book advance to New York State. The NFL mandates COVID boosters for all players. Half of young Americans say college is unnecessary. Disney theme parks, way too expensive for most families. Also ahead, Mexico is out of control. But first, former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered to pay $5.1 million to the state. An ethics panel says he used government resources when writing his book about COVID. According to the commission, the Democrat, quote, lacked a legal authority to engage in outside activity and receive compensation in regard to the book. Cuomo has 30 days to cut a check to the state. He says he'll challenge the decision. The NFL mandating boosters for all players and coaches. The league releasing a memo after 37 athletes tested positive for COVID on a single day. Those who refuse a third injection will have their vaccine passports revoked, a requirement to play in the league. The new variant of COVID now accounting for 13% of cases nationwide. A survey by TD Bank says half of young Americans believe college is unnecessary for their future. Millions of teenagers across the USA considering alternatives to the standard four-year degree. Biggest factors for the decline in higher education include COVID rules and high tuition. The typical student graduates from college with $50,000 in loan debt. A whopping 70% of millennials want to cancel student debt, which means that other people would pay for it. Families planning to visit Disney World this Christmas will pay big. new study reveals the parks are too expensive for families earning less than $80,000 a year. A third of adults say they would like to visit the rides but can't afford it. Average cost for a family vacation to Disney this holiday season, $7,000. That doesn't include Mickey's $100 panini and a $5 can of soda. Disney, of course, a woke company, might want to wake up. Working class and poor people can't go to your park. And my audience can get a extra 15% off by using promo code Bill at checkout. So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com, use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update. Message of the day, the corruption in Mexico really hurting all of us in the USA. You may have noticed reports that the Mexican army is now patrolling the beaches of Cancun, a resort, after two tourists were shot dead by gangsters there. In fact, in November, Mexico deployed 1,500 troops to patrol tourist attractions in Cancun and other places after drug cartel violence. This year alone, Mexico has reported 40 thousand homicides. By comparison, there were 16,000 murders in the USA so far, and we have a population 2.5 times larger than Mexico. An additional 30,000 people have disappeared down there, and most, of course, are dead. Now, five of the 10 most dangerous cities in the world are in Mexico, including Tijuana, Juarez, and Acapulco. The Corruption Perceptions Index ranks Mexico as the most dangerous country in the Western Hemisphere, and that includes Haiti. More than 66% of businesses in Mexico say dealing with corruption is a part of their day-to-day lives. All of this is impacting us here because of the rampant drug smuggling. There are 25 different cartels operating in Mexico, a total of 100,000-plus criminals working for the drug smugglers. The biggest cartel is Sinaloa, founded in 1988. The cartels move up to $100 billion worth of narcotics into the USA every year. Can you believe it? And because of President Biden's open border policy, this is a banner year for drug smuggling. 95% of cocaine sold in the USA passes through Mexico, and it is the largest supplier of heroin and fentanyl to the USA. With more than 100,000 Americans dying this year from drug overdoses, you would think Washington would crack down on Mexico City. But that is not happening as Mr. Biden does not seem concerned. He rarely mentions this. The only way to break the drug cartels is for the Mexican government to declare martial law and use its military to attack the gangsters. President Obrador could ask the USA for help in doing that, and we probably would assist in that campaign. But Obrador will not do it. The corruption in Mexico is so deep, so pervasive, he's afraid for his own life. So he watches as these drug thugs ruin his country, murder hundreds of thousands of Mexicans, and kill people in the USA. And that is what is happening with our neighbor to the south. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it for more honest news analysis. Please visit BillOReilly.com. And the Christmas store is booming. You might want to check that out. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall 265532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. On this day in 1961, the architect of the Nazi Holocaust against European Jews was sentenced to death by a tribunal in Jerusalem. The hunt to find one of the worst mass murderers in human history was finally over. Here's how Adolf Eichmann was eventually brought to justice 16 years after the Third Reich was reduced to ruins. Beginning in 1942, Eichmann was selected by the Nazi regime to preside over the extermination of Europe's Jewish population. He coordinated the identification, assembly, and transportation of millions of people to the concentration camps, and once there, they were either gassed or worked to death. Following the war, Eichmann fled who was captured by American soldiers, but escaped an Allied prison camp. In 1950, he arrived in Argentina, a haven for many Nazi war criminals. Seven years later, Israeli intelligence people were tipped off to Eichmann's location by a South American doctor. In 1960, a group of Mossad agents abducted the war criminal while he was walking near his home in a quiet suburb of Buenos Aires. Eichmann was drugged, flown out of Argentina, disguised as an Israeli airline worker who had suffered a head injury. So the bandages concealed Eichmann's true identity from Argentine officials. On April 11, 1961, Eichmann's trial began in Israel. It was the first televised tribunal in history. He claimed he was simply following orders, but the judges disagreed, finding him guilty of all counts. On December 15, he was sentenced to death for crimes against humanity. On May 31, 1962, Adolf Eichmann was hanged near Tel Aviv. His body was cremated, the ashes thrown into the Mediterranean Sea. And here's something else you might not know. Today, there are still living Nazi war criminals scattered around the world. At least six men are currently wanted by the Israeli government for their roles in the Holocaust. For the entire story of Nazi war criminals, my book Killing the SS is a great source of information. Back after this.